Hello, and welcome to 5 to 1, a minute-to-minute podcast review of Zack Snyder's director's cut of The Justice League. I'm Harry Slack, and with me as always is my longtime associate, Ben Smolin. Ben, how are you today? Man, isn't that a good question. Uh, all right. Terrific to hear. Before we begin, let me tell our new listeners what this podcast is all about. I'm a huge fan of the film Sucker Punch and have a passing familiarity with comic books. Ben has seen the films Force Majeure and Major League. So we decided to combine our skills to put together an in-depth review of Zack Snyder's director's cut of Justice League. Ben and I have just watched minute 12 of 242 of the Mr. Snyder cut of Justice League, which is not the film's true title, but rather a lighthearted moniker that Ben and I used to save some time here and there. Having watched minute 12, we will now each have two and a half minutes to relay our thoughts and impressions to you, the listener. So as not to waste anyone's time, a resource we all have precious little of, we will be sticking to the two and a half minute mark very strictly, so please excuse us if we interrupt each other. Beyond the time limits, the reviewers may respond to the film in whatever way seems most appropriate, given the minute that they have just seen. Um, Today I will be starting with reviews, and then after I'm done my two and a half minutes, I'll kick it over to Ben. You ready to go? Yeah, we just have to wait sort of four seconds until I can go. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, great. Yeah, we're, we're good to go. So, Harry, the, the clock is yours. Great. Um, I have a question, which mm-hmm. is right off the bat. Why is Aquaman resisting at all? I understand I, there's a sense. A question of mine. To, yeah. yeah, like I get that there's a sense of like, oh, we have to keep this secret. It's important a little bit. But then when Batman says in yesterday's minute, he said like there, there are terrifying forces, you know, why is an Aquaman like, okay, well, let me at least hear you out. Even without the the like added incentive of $25,000 American, um, it just seems very strange that Aquaman, or what was his name, Alan Curry, Tim Curry, Arthur, something like that. Ar- Arthur, Arthur Curry, are you, great. Are, are you the comic book expert? Uh, listen, I'm, I'm more of a comic books guy than you are, but again, it's a passing familiarity if it's anything. Um, that's, I don't know. So why does he resist even a little bit? Uh, once he hears that the world is in danger. Just mm-hmm. seems strange. Good question. Favorite part of the minute was the small child grabbing the money and then scampering oh. off to give it to the community. That is uh, maybe highlight of the film, if I'm being honest. I love a little kid. I, I've referenced Snowpiercer on this show before. There's a little kid in Snowpiercer who scampers the entire time. It is... Uh, they are Scampering children are having a minute in Hollywood, and I am about it. So mm-hmm. kudos to you, scampering child. Um, got a little line of dialogue at the end I wanted to wanted to comment on, which is the uh, uh, Cal Drogo goes, let me get this straight, you dress like a bat. Uh-huh. Um, I, that sort of meta joke bothers me on the grounds of like, now I have to wonder what's going to be weird and what's not going to be weird. It almost feels like an echo of a, of a, the sort of smarmy Joss Whedon type joke that he would make about like, ah, oh, we're, we're silly. It's like, no, no, take it seriously or don't. I, you can't sort of split the middle on that, I think. So not a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh. You know, I'm still having a problem with the the amount of money that Batman needs to bribe to get this, which is $25,000 American. Like, it's not going to help the community not be poor. The community has problems, which is that it is isolated from the global economy. And so money, uh, American money, isn't going to help the fact that no 
ships can get into their ports because of the glaciers, that they are isolated and secluded. So mm. just having more money yeah, that is hey, helpful yeah, in gonna, the global economy. I'm going to have to. No, I'm gotcha. Ben, the floor right is yours. Yeah. No, I mean, you touched on a lot of the things I was going to say on this minute. I, I, I guess there were a couple uh, questions that I had. Like the first big question is how much money does Bruce Wayne carry on him at all times? Mm. Mm-hmm. And like, because like he pulls out this stack a hundred, like, is it all in neatly fresh from the bank rubber banded stacks? Yeah. And like, like how many more of those does he have on his person right then? Like, is he sewing extra pockets into his rich man jacket just for a hundred dollar bills? Yeah. Cause yeah. If so, I'm or did he know that that was his upper limit, $25,000 to save the world? And, and yeah, if that's his upper limit, I'm like, maybe dig a little bit deeper, uh, man. Like, yeah. you've, you're like, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and, and then my second question, which you touched on, is like, why is Aquaman so angry that Batman wants his help? Yeah. Like, Bruce Wayne has literally done nothing for these people to be so angry at him. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, all he's done is like, hey, I want to talk to the superhero. I'll pay you for the honor. And then he goes, into the wall. <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> so, like, I don't really track that. And then, mm-hmm. so you liked the kid running away with the money. I clocked that, too. But I'm actually, like, the way the kid grabs the money and runs it over to the elders... I'm concerned there's a history of illicit activity in this little Icelandic town. Mm. Like, that seemed like a very, like, trained behavior. Yeah. And so, like, I'm uh, less cute for me. Yeah. No like, good the point. Scam- less cute for me. Um, and then there was, he see, so Batman, it seems like this is a retired Batman. He says he was Batman for 20 years, that it worked. Yeah. And I guess this is something that you or I might have known if we had watched any of the yeah. other movies, but uh, we haven't. So we just have to make our peace with that. But I guess he's an old, weary Batman. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the last thing that, so I didn't, I didn't necessarily like prick on, on the thing that you did about like you dressed like a bat, but I did. On on um, Momoa on Aquaman calling him uh, Gotham a center. Temple. Yeah, uh, and I was like, so wait, has Aquaman been there? Mm. Like, what does Aquaman like if he's just like Atlantis and then like a watchman over this tiny little fishing village in Iceland? Like, how does and like, Ben? I'm going to yeah. cut you off there. That's all the time we have today for our reviews. If you enjoy this podcast, please take the time to subscribe, rate, review, or otherwise support this project. If you're looking for a way to enhance this podcast experience, feel free to watch along with us on your own. Just be sure to avoid spoilers by not skipping ahead. Please join us next time when we will be reviewing Minute 2 of, uh, sorry, (laughs) Minute 13 of 242 of Zack Snyder's Director's Cut of the Justice League, or as we sometimes call it, the Mr. Snyder Cut of Justice League. Goodbye!